It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Hubhopper Originals. Okay, so what happened was, as they say in uh, Harry Potter, right, uh, that the wand chooses you. So I guess over a period of time, the audience start choosing you over other shows. Yeah, but finding that first set of core group of audience, they call it author, uh, audience persona or audience avatar, right? Identifying that is crucial, and that will completely depend on what your show is all about. Welcome to the Podcasting University. Looking for help on starting your own podcast? Then this is the place to be. We will help you with everything from selecting your topic to promoting and monetizing your podcast in the simplest language possible. Listen to other podcasters who've been through the grind and learn from them as we interview them every week. You can find more details on thepodcastinguniversity.com. This is Dilip, your host, and welcome to another episode of the Podcasting University. This week, we have a very interesting guest on our show. In fact, we have two guests who together run a series of podcasts in the storytelling for kids niche. Now, if you are a parent and you like your kids listening to stories, then there is a high chance that they are listening to Balgatha, just like my little daughter. Their journey as podcasters began in 2015 when they were looking for audio stories that were not only entertaining but also taught morals and values. That is how Bal Gatha was born. Today, Gatha Story has 13 podcasts in 6 languages and this includes audio storytelling shows for children including Bal Gatha, Veer Gatha, Fairy Tales of India and Dev Gatha. And they publish more than 30 new stories every month. Their shows get over 500,000 listens a month. Join me in welcoming Amar Vyas and Mrunal to the Podcasting University. Hi Amar, Mrunal. So glad that we have you on the show and welcome to the Podcasting University. Hi Dilip. It's great to be here on your show. And Dilip, uh, first of all, thanks for reaching out. And uh, since we are on Podcast University, does that make us uh, podcast professors <laughs> or guest faculty? <laughs> you know, I, I, I agree because uh, the university piece, uh, that's that's a, a disclaimer that I usually give to my audience because the university piece looks like it is going to be some kind of a graduation. Uh-huh. So I just wanted to uh, ensure that I'm giving that disclaimer to the listeners that they don't have to go through a graduation ceremony or some <laughs> course here. <laughs> no exams, huh? That's right. We all shy away from uh, going for exams. Yeah, your, your true test would be once your podcast is up and running and you do that consistently. Yeah? So, in fact, mm. it is the live testing and that that makes it different, you know. That's right. So, uh, Amar Munal, before we actually start the discussion and get into details of your uh, shows, your podcast, 
it would be nice if the audience gets to know you you from yourself so if you could take maybe uh, three to four minutes and tell us about yourself your career journey and how you got into this podcasting world sure so i'll start with myself uh, i'm rinal and uh, i have got nothing to do with media prior to uh, we started our podcasting journey mm-hmm. i have been into finance and i have been an insurance and a consultant and a risk manager then experience of okay. close to 16 years in the indian insurance industry uh, and i have always been an audiophile used to listen to podcasts when we were in gurgaon during my journey to my office and back and at that point always used to wonder that when you have such lovely shows going on why don't we have Mm -hmm. similar shows coming out of India so that's how uh, the journey of uh, you know producing my own show or our own show and uh, Gatha story was born so it is basically the first part being uh, a a consumer of uh, the content so I used to consume a lot of content to the second Mm -hmm. part wherein I decided that we had to take a plunge and we uh, want to start our own show and start producing great content so that's the journey and the story of how Gatha story was also born yeah, so oh. Dilip, uh, I've been listening to podcasts since, gosh, 2014. So my podcast, uh, 2004, I'm sorry. So my podcast listening experience is practically a teenager now. Uh, right. So this was back in uh, when, I was, uh, when I was in the United States. Uh, similar story, you know, long commutes, what to do, and only so much every 11 you can listen to back in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, that's how my podcasting journey began as an audio, as a listener. And it actually helped me during different courses, uh, you know, of my career. Uh, so from grad school on to career, early career, then to MBA and then, you know, post MBA career options, etc. Mm-hmm. So uh, as a you know consumer, I had benefited a lot. I saw it as a form of edutainment, not just uh, entertainment. And of course, there was entertainment element as well in some of the shows. Right. Uh, so when Mudal and I thought of uh, really doing something about it, uh, we thought that, you know, the best way to address the problem that Munal mentioned, that we had very few quality shows back in 2013-14 coming out of India. I thought the best way to help solve this problem in a way was to become podcasters ourselves. And that's our journey so far. Okay, that's nice. Two things that I can relate to you. One with Munal is the finance space because I have uh, been into the finance as in I am myself, uh, you know, somebody from the finance and uh, to you because you started in 2004. I start. I listened to my first podcast somewhere somewhere towards the end of 2004. So <laughs> you know, I, I can very much relate. So whose idea was it to uh, start this, uh, you know, get into this podcasting? I think I'll give the credit to Amar. So it was his idea to start podcasting. And the first show we started was uh, My Kitab. It was an interview-based show wherein Amar was interviewing uh, different uh, aspects of publishing in India. Uh, So it was starting from authors to publishers to editors and all. So that, Mm -hmm. that was the journey and the first show of Gatha Story. Yeah, and to put a timeline, we hit, we did our first recording in September 2014. Uh, my Kitab went live on uh, Makar Sankranti Day. So we'll be completing four years of uh, My Kitab in a couple of weeks or three weeks from now. Oh, nice. So it's, it's almost four years. That's pretty long. And I think Actually, five, uh, four years. Five. I got my maths wrong, right? No, so yeah. it's four. No, yeah. it's four. I always get confused. It's been so long now. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's four okay so so when when you guys started uh, your podcast i'm sure there weren't any uh, as in um, nothing in terms of uh, a good show or if i am to put it that way i don't think there will be a lot many people into podcasting specifically from india right right so uh, you know funnily enough uh, and and just to you know a hat tip to the early uh, pioneers i guess in the in this current phase of podcasting journey we had audiomatic uh, there was of course amit with uh, indus vox media and audio boom had just set up and aditya kubair and then aman uh, were the you know one of the early folks at audio boom right uh, so right. audio boom is our current distributor as well even for you i guess right dilip that's right yeah. yeah yeah so uh, the thing is that uh, funnily enough uh, one of, you know f- uh, all of us met once at a at a co-working space in mumbai in bandra and i mm-hmm. jokingly said we are the a team of indian podcasting and uh, <laughs> so uh, the thing is that there there were very few of us at that point in time you know when we, when we talking about variety of shows when we are talking about quality of shows when we are talking about number of podcasts in general right mm-hmm. when we started i had actually done a count there were about 45 odd uh, podcasts you know either uh, as i say in in uh, marathi aji and maji you know current and past Uh, you know the podcast coming out of india or by people of indian origins and today i guess the number is you know whatever 400 500 plus so right that's fantastic right so i would just like to add one more thing i remember when we started our journey in 2016 so when people used to ask us what is it that we do so it was very difficult to explain to people what podcasting is all about so we had to first uh, tell them that you know uh, we are doing audio streaming which i guess at that point they did not understand so hmm. we had to tell them then people used to relate it to youtube so then we started saying you know what it is like uh, audio for youtube so that's that's right. the analogy but now when we tell to people podcasting and they say oh wow great so now people understand that and that's really a good thing to have wherein you know uh, there is lot of awareness about podcasting so i don't have to start with uh, explaining what a podcast is podcast is yeah yeah and there's been a lot of change at least in the last i think couple of years one and a half years uh, there is a lot of people as in in terms of the awareness and a lot of people getting into it to test the waters so that, that that there has been a lot of change in the last one and a half years absolutely absolutely dilip if i am to ask you what is the the what are the couple of things that you love most about podcasting as a medium or as a channel so uh, if you ask me from my end i love podcasting as a channel is it is uh, something which adds value to my life in terms of uh, a great content so mm-hmm. that's something i like about podcasting Uh, okay. for me i have i have two answers one is a tongue in cheek one you know podcasting presents me an opportunity to speak and nobody asks me to shut up till they you know <laughs> <laughs> on on a more serious note to add to what nodal said uh, once you get into the groove of things uh, the the you know it brings a sort of a discipline because every show the onus is on you to add some value to the listener experience that's right, right yeah that actually pushes you harder to to actually bring out the best in you so if you ask me the lip whenever we think about a new show or a new format the first thing that comes to our mind is probably what value are we going to add to our listeners so i okay. think that gets me going in terms of you know creating anything new <laughs> that's right yeah i agree yeah, it's about giving that value as in giving giving something of value to uh, people who today you know might be extremely busy and not able to read not able to see so right. i think 
uh, yeah that's nice and you know uh, spe- specifically to your podcast so uh, you know you are into the storytelling niche so why the storytelling niche and what was the background work that you did in order to uh, look at if this niche really had an audience or uh, to to look at picking your audience so uh, for this dilip i am going to give credit to myself <laughs> <laughs> she leaves me with no choice <laughs> so when my kitab started i was always thinking about a show and i love stories okay i have when i was a kid i'll just uh, you know uh, go back to, uh, to the time when i was a kid uh every day my grandfather used to narrate lot of different stories so when i was probably 5 6 years of age i knew the entire maratha history i knew the mughal history and the point was my grandfather was blind so he could not see but he was an amazing storyteller and even after so many years i think he is one of the best storytellers i have ever heard in my life That's so nice. i i felt that uh, when i see the kids because i used to see kids around in my neighborhood any time parents are talking with each other the only thing that they used to do is give their phone to the kid and the kid used to watch something on youtube absolutely so this yeah. would affect the kids creativity at the same time the imagination of the kid also goes for a toss i said that i was raised in an era wherein all these screens were not there and i was listening to story and it it helps a child to think right so That's i said right. why not have a similar format and unfortunately we did not have any kid related story and especially in the uh, regional language wherein like see one is what kids listen in english but then every person has their own um, uh, regional language and right. the stories would belong to a specific region and it's fun listening to those stories so i said why not start something on that ground so that was how balgatha was born and we started with balgatha in hindi and in english in 2016 wherein we got very good uh, reviews and feedback from the listeners so that motivated us and now mm. currently we have balgatha in hindi english gujarati marathi telugu and kannada right as well as uh, we started a different format for uh, about the fairy tales of india which is in english and in hindi and veer gatha which is actually about the national bravery award winners uh, story okay. which you know kids get the award every year the national yeah. bravery award which is called as veer gatha it is available okay. in uh, hindi and in english so these are the various formats that we have and that has been the gatha story journey from the kids segment you know so if i could take okay. a minute the lip uh, you can hear you know she is the more creative passionate type and more of the you know this is what we need to do right. and i am more of the systems and the you know numbers person uh, we yeah. started out with a with a whatsapp group of 50 parents in uh, april and may 2016 wherein the okay. first 10 episodes of balgatha five in each in english and hindi were sent to them at 5 pm every day india time yeah okay uh, and then after like day 7 or so we started getting there uh, asking them for feedback that hey is this what your kids listen uh, like to listen is this something that you would like to uh, continue you know for like us to continue offering to you uh, what else can we do etc so that early user feedback was very mm-hmm. helpful and 4 uh, years later and you know uh, we recently crossed a million and a quarter listens for balgatha and uh, we oh, that's are nice. yeah thank you and we will soon be adding a seventh language but across the 
period across the languages the listener profile has practically stayed the same okay so what okay. happened was as they say in uh, harry potter right uh, that the wand chooses you so i guess over a period of time the audience start choosing you over other shows right yeah but finding that first set of core group of audience they call it author, uh, audience persona or audience avatar right yeah. identifying that is crucial and that will completely depend on what your show is all about right so which means as in you after you started the show you did a dipstick to check if uh, there actually was an audience who's interested in listening to the podcast and what their feedback was right that's right yes, and we still do that actually okay so that's a nice approach as in th- these surveys actually kind of uh, give us a, a fair understanding of what is the feedback coming in from the audience because otherwise i don't think there's any way we are going to get that uh, feedback from podcast audiences at least right and okay. i'll tell you just adding one more point to this sorry dilip in terms of feedback unfortunately you know we indians are not uh, that proactive to giving feedbacks be it good or bad probably that's bad right. we give more often rather than good yeah <laughs> that's right or, or, yeah, i or agree four star rating with a good you know that doesn't really help us or a potential listener that much right yeah yeah that's right i agree and and i i completely i can relate to what munal said because you know uh, a lot of the families these days as in they might not be staying with their parents so the option of a grandfather telling that story to the kids is not there so that way you know that niche that you picked is really nice because uh, your kids are not exposed these, to these stories these days and uh, you know if you get, if they get a chance to listen to that story like for example when i first introduced my daughter to uh, balgatha you know she listened to the first story and then it became a you know a regular uh, whenever she got some time she would want to listen to the next story so you know they kind of get addicted so in that way i think instead of getting addicted to some of those pointless or useless uh, youtube videos i think it is better to uh, stay addicted to some of these stories which has a moral in them exactly right. and thanks so much for this validation dilip i mean i really appreciate this this is exactly what we set out to achieve and you know uh, that's what our journey is all about <laughs> right uh so, so you know i uh, as in your format from uh, whatever i've i've listened to the stories uh, your your format is that of a monologue format but do you also uh, have a podcast that kind of follow some of the other formats like a dialogue and interview or maybe multiple people talking or are you planning to do something uh, similar to that in uh, this this uh, you know balgatha series as well so uh, not currently in the balgatha series uh, as of now because balgatha stories are stories with moral which are less than 5 minutes so uh, you know to have multiple uh, people uh, narrating the dialogue might be a bit of a challenge but we mm-hmm. are th- thinking on similar lines for longer format the uh, lip you know where the story would be 15 20 minutes yes then it makes sense to have various people narrating it to have the overall effect and the story when it comes right. to the other format as i said uh, my kitab is an interview based format and in the days to come you'll see more shows with uh, the different formats of interview based or multiple people you know uh, having discussions so yeah that's there on the radar yeah okay. so on on that count since uh, again on a lighter note since we are in a podcasting university and we are guest lecturers uh if you, if you if you look at the different <laughs> types of formats right dilip it could be a monologue it could be a two two person you know just unstructured chit chat 
Uh, right. It could be a, fo- a formal interview, the way we, you know we are we are actually discussing. Uh, it could be a panel. Yeah, it could be uh, multiple people uh, reading out a script and things like that, right? Like a more like mm-hmm. a stage or a theater performance. Yeah. Right. Uh, out of these, I think for the for our audience and like Pranal said, for the time limit, I think a single person narrator has worked out well so far. Uh, mm-hmm. We may continue doing that. However, we do a lot of uh, you know on the uh, I, I would say behind the scene research and testing. So certain formats have worked well for us. Uh, for certain future shows, uh, we do not believe that a single person narrator format may uh, may work. So yeah, hmm. uh, definitely having uh, a male and a female protagonist, or having hmm. two different protagonists. If it's more of a uh, if you're talking narrating an incident, a historical incident, for example, those right. kind of shows or episodes may actually demand to do justice to that episode that we have more than one narrator. But that's coming, you know, that's not what we are doing right now. So that entirely depends on the show is what I would say, uh, the like if the show demands that, you know, you need to bring in various elements and you need to have various people narrating it, then that form comes into being. But if it is uh, like a simple story wherein the our narrator uh, use various uh, voiceover techniques to do it, then that works better. So that's, right. that's the way it is. Yeah, so so to uh, if I'm to put that in in a, in a, a simpler one line sentence, it it basically means that you've put, picked a format that fit your niche and your uh, form of storytelling, right? That would be in with the benefit of hindsight, that would be a fair way of summarizing it, Delhi. Uh, right. uh, to be to be fair, we didn't know what uh, what exactly would work when we started, right. and now we know what is uh, working currently. And again, you know. Given how audience uh, quickly evolves and their tastes change, maybe what mm-hmm. we are doing today may not be the norm tomorrow. Yeah, relevant. Yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I agree. Right, and uh, how how much time do you normally put into uh, producing each of these episodes? As in, from starting from you know conceptualizing to producing to distributing. Okay, uh, two thousand fourteen. Every episode of my Kita podcast was eight hours. But now I let Munal give the answer. What we are doing today. So for uh, for the story related part, yeah, uh, see the conceptualization takes I don't know I mean I've not counted honestly the time because uh, we normally discuss it during our drive or uh, when we are uh, there at home, you know. So that's the way we thought I mean for the conceptualization part. When it comes to once the conceptualization happens, then the entire structure about the flow and how we want to get it and what is the timeline that's the next step that we take in terms of like today suppose i decide that i have want to produce a show uh, say balgatha in um, say for example canada so then mm-hmm. we will then say then okay fine what is the date that we want to start so if we say 3 months down the line i think that's a fair estimate because you need to gear up for the entire show and then to think about uh, the narrators the editors and everyone else right so mm-hmm. then once we have we we give ourselves 3 4 months time to decide on the show and then probably we work backwards in terms of how we are going to do it the number of uh, you know episodes to be released what are the stories so once uh, we have decided the timeline then we work backwards in terms of how we want to cater it and then probably two weeks we'll give for say uh, the stories and to find out the stories and the narrators and uh, you know editors and then we start with the uh, the 
narration part so narration also uh, we uh, do it in a phased manner that we have kept certain days of the week for narration so we stick okay. to that so that helps us in you know doing the rest of the other things related to podcast be it scheduling be it so promotion social media and also that actually works for us so yeah same answer again in 2019 so we are almost in 2020 dilip four years later i would say same level of effort would probably take okay. us uh, between 3 and 4 hours so the time has certainly come down, down because of processes number one number two the technology also has evolved yeah right uh, so we are yeah. using uh, cast right now for recording right earlier on it used to be skype then uh, you know you mentioned very correctly issues like if the internet connection goes away on one side then you probably lost a part of your recording etc fortunately some of those pains have gone away now so right. also have some of the uh, audio filtering tools etc right so yeah i think 4 uh, hours an episode end to end from conceptualization to publishing and then maybe up to couple of months of uh, of uh, marketing or promotions after the episode is released that would be the time period that i would estimate even now okay so do you produce these shows in a batch like for example maybe 4 5 episodes so that you have some stock ready just in case you are not able to do that maybe in the in the coming weeks or something like that yeah we do and uh, so we typically have a two months uh, uh, i'm i'm going to use a very you know manufacturing term uh, we use two months inventory uh, at uh, any given point in time for any show and that stems from the fact that uh, we've had situations and a lot of podcasters go through this pain in their journey you know uh, mm-hmm. today is the 24th of december i want to release an episode at 11 am and it's 9 am right now and i need to edit the audio and i need to go ahead and you know add the intro outro music prepare the show notes upload the episode schedule the pro- social media promotions uh, publish my blog post all this struggle happens and then i'm like you know tired by the time the episode goes live and uh, right. you know i i and then you know at 11:15 i think why am i doing this yeah <laughs> right <laughs> so we went through this uh, this journey we went through this pain and we realized that the uh, you know one of the smarter ways and which is what a lot of podcasters who have been doing it consistently right they recommend mm-hmm. always first of all batch your content production and always mm-hmm. maintain an inventory and a classic example we tried it out and we've been doing it uh, time and again is uh, uh, last year uh, we had taken a couple of weeks off and traveled uh, through central europe Uh, okay. we had eight yes. different podcasts at that point in time so we are talking about close to 20 episodes you know across that uh, two to and a half week period okay everything on autopilot almost everything went right you know uh, there was okay. one instance where i had to log in and try to fix something but uh, you know that really was an eye opener for us saying that this guys really works you know why we didn't do why didn't we do it right i completely agree because you know that and i think probably this is one of the one of the points where a lot of uh, shows actually fall off because uh, you know they are not able to release a show in a specific week and then uh, we automatically get into that procrastination mode saying okay last week nahi hua so it's fine ek aur hafte that's okay we'll just so that is the mode that you normally get into so i completely agree with what you said and since dilip you have been in this space for a long time so you also can you know relate to lot of these things because this is like 
almost i think all of us would have gone through it right sometimes releasing the episode last moment last moment rush so yeah that's right. one part and second is you rightly said that that actually i feel that if a person is not uh, diligently doing it week on week and you know feel that okay fine this week release nahi hua we'll do it next week that's how it falls out and then people you know most of the shows get uh, uh, shut down probably in first 2 to 3 months that Correct. that's also the reason i i think there's a phrase for that right it's called pod fading so after yeah. 10 or 11 episodes or so most shows kind of uh, you know wither away or or disappear that's right yeah, yeah. so yeah that uh, that that is actually very tricky waters to navigate yeah so it, it's good to get as in if you are able to kind of batch produce i'm sure as in that's a good way of getting over um, you know pod fading specifically so uh, amar as in uh, when you started off i'm sure uh, it, you weren't uh, you, you didn't know what were the resources that you're going to use so how did you start off what were the basic resources that you used to start off with your podcast sure uh, so uh, it was okay uh, there's a there's a medium post that i had written by the way in uh, 2014 probably we should include it in the show notes and i'll be updating it shortly the reason why i brought that up first was delay because the way so rapidly things have evolved in 4 years okay uh, mm-hmm. to answer your question specifically it was a 11 year old dell laptop uh, you know running on linux we used on city oh. and it was a 70 uh, 7000 rupee or like roughly 100 us dollars atr usb microphone yeah okay. uh, that was our initial investment and the first 330 episodes of my kitab podcast were recorded using this setup okay nice yeah? so you don't need much <laughs> you don't need much today uh, you can probably do it through anchor or you can do it through one of the other apps uh, through you know just record the audio publish it or even uh, i think i was trying around the other day with some uh, audio editing app on my iphone you can do the basic editing right there as well yeah that's right so, yeah so uh, things yeah things are transformed completely uh, and and of course now we using we are using cast which probably did not exist about 3 or 4 years ago as well right <laughs> that's right so where where were you hosting your uh, audio files who who were you using to distribute your uh, you know shows mm-hmm. so we started out earlier with libsyn and this was early january 2016 that's around the time when audio boom also set up in india so it was a conversation over lunch with uh, aditya who then headed uh, audio boom now he's with book my show and he's mm-hmm. like what will it take for us uh, you know for you to move or to or to come over to audio boom i said you know what we've gone through all this hassle of setting up our, our show and our you know rss feed and content and metadata you know words that i had no idea what i was talking about back then and not that i know much today but anyway uh, he said don't worry we'll take care of it so since past whatever you know almost 45 46 months nearly 4 years we've been with audiobo okay nice so which means you started out with self hosting yes okay so we do have some custom shows which we still self host uh, but uh, yeah uh, bulk of our content is hosted on audio boom even now okay okay so now this is a question i'm sure will have multiple perspectives to it but if i am to ask you when you're producing a show as in whatever uh, you have a series of different podcasts on uh, gatha story as in there but there is bal gatha in different languages there is my kitab podcast so when you uh, produce these shows and when you uh, there are times when you start to feel that oh i'm there is so much involved i am pushing myself to the limit to get all of these produced and there is that sense of feeling where you you start to feel that 
you know, I think I should stop doing this. So what what things kept you motivated to ensure that you're producing uh, your episodes regularly? You're right that it always happens that when you're producing content and at the end of the day you feel, oh my God, I'm putting in so much of effort. How how will I see my audience grow? Where is it all going? And, you know, uh, the day would be like, it's enough. But at the end of the day, it is a good feedback from my audience that keeps us going, honestly. So okay. it would be one bad day and we just think that, you know, I just want to shut down everything and not do anything further, sleep over that issue. Next day morning, probably would have got an amazing message or a feedback from one of your listeners. And then you feel, yeah, it's worth doing it. I guess that motivates me to keep producing. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a slightly different answer. I, I personally went through this phase and this was in second half of 2017. Uh, what had happened was that we obviously started building a support structure around us, you know, working with a team of awesome editors, freelancers, social media mm-hmm. marketers and things like that. Because obviously, you know, there's only so much you can do by yourself, right? That's right. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, what happened was that for man- maintaining and managing our website, we had hired someone and things did not work out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, somehow in the transition phase or whatever you want to call it, uh, the... Login, the admin ID and the password for the WordPress site got lost. Oh, okay. So for a whole period of six months from May 2017 till almost this time, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, the Balgatha or the Gatha Story website was not updated, even though we were consistently producing shows. Okay. So every day I would look at the website traffic and it would be like three visitors, five visitors. Right. And I would look at the listener traffic and that's like in multiples of that, right? And it was frustrating saying that, guys, this is, you know, you know what, this is not working out. You know, I, you know, why, why are we fighting so many battles? And, you know, we're trying to learn so many things. We're trying to uh, adapt to so many new tools and technologies. This is not what we set out to do. Yeah. And then, you know, as usual, uh, over a period of time, as we got over the phase, we actually realized, hey, you know what, here is an opportunity. That's when Mm -hmm. we started standardizing. That's when we started using a lot of, uh, uh, you know, software as a service tools. That's where we actually started looking at. Uh, probably, you know, we thought that we didn't uh, look hard enough to find that support structure. So we we kind of redoubled our efforts. Yeah. Uh, the the good thing was that we consistently kept producing shows even during this low period. Hmm, yeah. Right. Had we stopped, I think that would have been pretty much the end of the road for end us. Of the show. Two years. Ago. Yeah. I understand. You know, I've been through it, so I understand how that feels. So, <laughs> and I think once yeah. you and I had a conversation about it, Dilip, right? That uh, the the food blog website once something similar had happened, and and you had also lost out a lot of content as well, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I also remember that. In fact, during our first interaction, this was what Dilip had said. Yeah, <laughs> that's and you right. Know what when you create something which is really good, uh, and suddenly if it goes away, it is like you really feel so bad that effort of so many years you know all the days and nights that you have spent creating that has gone for a toss that's right that's a that it's very difficult to get over that demotivation but you know uh, if you have enough things to keep motivating you then you know you will get over it but otherwise it'll be very difficult for you to get over those kind of situations yeah, so what what is what is the frequency of your show as in uh, how, uh, how regularly do you publish your episodes Okay, um, so, you know, at a broad level, we got uh, 13, one, three, uh, 
audio shows which are live, you know, which are live and active right now. Yeah. Uh, six of Bal okay. Gatha, uh, two of Veer Gatha, uh, two of Fairy mm-hmm. Tales. I mean, two languages when I say six of. Uh, so six languages Bal Gatha, two each of Veer Gatha and Fairy Tales. And then mm-hmm. one each of uh, of uh, uh, Dev Gatha and a couple of other shows. Yeah. Typically, every episode is published weekly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, exception here is my kitab. We would be relaunching it now in, in January in a, in a different format. So it's on a pause mm-hmm. mode right now. So we are looking at about uh, 12 to 15, anywhere between 12 and 15 episodes every week. Uh, we do release special episodes, particularly for Balgatha around festivals or major events. So tomorrow okay. is Christmas Day. So we had, uh, uh, you know, uh, release special episodes for Christmas uh, in 2017. And we will probably republish those or we'll re-promote those. So this as good as new content, you know, refreshed content right. that we will be doing. So yeah, uh, that's the that's the way we are operating right now. Okay. So uh, your your storytelling podcast, for example, the Balgatha uh, podcast, and now you said it's in six uh, different languages. So uh, are these six different languages, uh, the narration done by the same person or do you use different people to uh, record these audios? So uh, Dilip, we have different people to record different uh language content so somewhere like my narrator who is narrating english also narrates uh, she knows gujarati and hindi so she does that but uh, apart from uh, one uh, narrator we have multiple narrators in multiple languages so my hindi story is narrated by three four different narrators same goes for english so okay. i have more narrators in hindi and in english and we are adding more narrators in uh, other languages as well Okay. Now, one of the reasons why I asked that is because, you know, I uh, heard Amar saying that there are close to 15 shows that go live every week. So I was just calculating that's 50 into 4 that comes to about 60 to 70 odd hours that you guys are spending conceptualizing, producing. So that I wanted to just understand as in if uh, all of that is being done by you or, you know, you're using uh, resources to do that because by yourself, I'm sure it it will be a Herculean task to do you know, spend 60 hours every week yeah. so in I'll addition you, to... Yeah, I'll tell you a secret, Dilip. We have an army of clones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like Murad said, you know, we do work with a pool of uh, narrators. Uh, you know, story okay. content, uh, I mean, when I say story editors, both for audio and the script part of mm-hmm. it. And uh, the moment we get into regional languages, so, you know, be it Kannada, be it uh, Telugu, uh, and now, you know, obviously Gujarati, uh, mm-hmm. It's it's uh, more involved. It's more set of people that we typically work with uh, than okay. for the uh, for English, Hindi, or Marathi. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a team of at least four or five people for every episode. Okay. So uh, now uh, you know I'll get into some 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 basic things, which is primarily to help some of the the people who are planning to launch their podcast or who are newbies to podcasting. And this is something that we discussed a little while back. So I wanted to touch upon it uh, a little more. Now, you know, one of the things that all of us are so obsessed with is stats. And, you know, irrespective of what venture you're going to start, you start a podcast, you start a blog, you start, uh, you know, anything. As in, our first uh, reaction is to put it out there and then go there the next day and check what is the stats. We're so obsessed with stats that a lot of times... This, these stats become a demotivating factor or uh, a factor which actually leads to the death of whatever it is that we are doing. So I wanted to understand from you, what is your perspective of looking at stats for your show and 
how do you uh, you know what is the analysis that you uh, take from whatever stats that you uh, see for your show and how did you do it when you initially started off okay wow interesting set of questions so last part first uh, i think in lipsin it's almost real time or there's like a 15 minute lag right, right. so first 2 months or so uh, we would hit refresh every 5 minutes you know did anybody else listen uh, you know where is the listener coming from what device are they listening from you know so every incremental listen so if your listener count goes from 99 to 100 you have two reasons to celebrate number one now you are at, you know your podcast has three digit listenership and secondly you had one more listener right <laughs> then comes a phase which i'm sure you have also gone through a lot of other podcasters have gone through and potential podcasters will go through you'll see days when you get zero listens right and that will happen no matter what the show is yeah uh, particularly okay. in the early phases that's when you again keep hitting that refresh button every 5 minutes that that zero turn into one <laughs> uh my recommendation now don't do it number one uh, it's not worth it yeah just again focus on the next episode and you know uh, analytics on audiobook fortunately are uh, for the previous day now the good part right. is the philosophical way of looking at it is that day is over that is history yeah concentrate nice. on today yeah well, that's a good way <laughs> yeah i mean you know uh, that's a good way yes and and there is no other way also you know the the other way of looking at it yeah that's right concentrate on how you can you know what what went wrong see then start looking at who is listening you know right. where are they listening from if you suddenly see a spike from some new country or some new city or a new demography altogether you try and find mm-hmm. out what is going on and why did that happen and can you is that a, an anomaly or is that something that can happen consistently yeah You're so right. yeah. i would say don't spend too much time looking at the listener stats maybe today a weekly checkpoint is good enough for us and then mm-hmm. try and invest more in analytical tools which can give you you know some statistical tools or whatever uh, which can actually help you predict where the listener growth is happening and what mm-hmm. could the listenership look like if you run a certain you know promotion or you tweak a certain episode in a certain way okay then yeah. just i had my set of views for uh, the stats yes stats are sometimes motivating because as amar righty said from 99 to 100 you know it's really motivating that your numbers are growing but if you uh, i mean what was the scenario in 2016 probably is not the case today because there are much more podcast listeners especially in india so right. the numbers would keep on growing unlike what it was four years back but one reason that you should keep on going or producing content is that you have to believe in your product and right. you you should have i mean your gut should say you know what my product is right and my product is really good and it is adding value if it right. is adding value no matter what you have to consistently do it and trust me few months down the line the audience will discover you and that's right. what i strongly believe in yeah so similar to as in something similar that, that as in my thought as well so you know that that stats at times uh you know doesn't give you the real picture as well because not everything is often captured in the in the statistic in the tools that we have today so it kind of can be a little uh, you know miss misguiding as well so it is better that we don't get too much into the stats and i completely agree with whatever you said yeah so i heard brunal a little while back talking about uh, you know conceptualizing spending time and then uh, you know uh, deciding on how to go about producing an episode so is there something that you specifically do in order to stay organized so that 
you're able to produce your shows regularly yes so as i told previously that i we normally give certain days of the week for uh, you know uh, recording okay so what happens is then i have the balanced days of the week to work with other part of the show because uh, podcasting is not just about recording a story or recording a content it, it mm-hmm. is a lot more uh, which goes into this in terms of uh, you know having that content ready be it uh, uh, putting uh, the uh, edited uh, content and uploading it on uh, you know audio boom or your distributor at the same time uh, you know uh, promoting it so mm-hmm. uh, if i am able to dedicate those uh, days of the week for recording then i have balanced days to do rest of the other things because if i were to not have this organized and have it any day of the week then it becomes really very difficult to trace it and then we lose the count and then we can't be you know uh, doing it on a regular and a consistent basis right uh, any specific tools that you use uh, in order to you know kind of plan your uh, your, your schedules uh a paper and a pen and i'm not being sarcastic dilip uh, this is something i learned back in my construction days uh that right. there are software tools there are uh, you know project management tools and things like that nothing works better uh, like a pen and paper because that's where you can really map everything out it can very easily be translated or transposed into a, a project management tool later but uh, right. we still use that we still go ahead and and at the beginning of every quarter uh we look at where we are and you know uh, what is the mix going to be so that's the number one tool we uh, we use and also obviously calendar uh, you know give a, like a physical calendar right given mm-hmm. the kind of shows that we do what are the major festivals what are the major holidays etc right so that mm-hmm. is what uh, as far as the uh, social media promotions are concerned uh, i think uh, i'm not the guy for it we have a social media person they use some tool called planable i believe um for actually okay. scheduling everything in advance okay. and uh, that's working out quite well for us okay now and the, that pen and paper piece you know i can uh, vouch for it because you know the the simplicity and uh, the ease with, that you get using that pen and paper is second to nothing mm-hmm. and you have that everywhere irrespective of if you're being in front of the computer with on on your phone or not so it's it's pretty easy to use that uh, or pen and paper and plan it so i i i agree and pooja for a show the taste of india mm-hmm. you know as in this is probably the only way she does it it's i then who pick it up and then put it into uh, you know our uh, scheduling tool ora and all of that <laughs> okay nice nice just one more uh, resource and i think something we have been using extensively it's called simple note by the guys who make wordpress right simple note by automatic uh, right. so it's a free tool and uh, you can use it across your laptops you know windows mac uh, android ios there's a web version as well so mrunal and i actually have a shared account uh, <laughs> wherein so that way you know whatever comes to your mind quickly drop a note into simple note and uh, that way it's there across any device so even if you revisit it a week later it's it's right there in front of you right so that's one tool i would very strongly recommend particularly if you start working with multiple uh, people in your team you know your content editors creators uh, you know even guests sometimes uh, if required yeah okay that's a good recommendation okay so now uh, if you are to advise uh, newbie podcasters today so what will two things be that you would say that they should avoid in order to stay to in order to be successful with their podcast all right i think 
partly what we discussed before one is obviously not uh, looking at the statistics you know or rather not uh, let me restate that i'm sorry not statistics getting statistics governing the you know the drive of the show that's right not getting overwhelmed or you know digging too much deep into it early right. on uh, that's number one and uh, number two is uh, you know not being serious about it you know let's let's be honest to ourselves uh, over a period of time somebody is investing you know 5 10 15 minutes half an hour of their time every week and something that mm-hmm. you mentioned right we are all busy we have other commitments and somebody is taking time out of their lives to listen to the content that you have produced yeah right. as the show grows you know times 100 times thousands times 100000 you know the minutes add up so if you are right. not honest to yourself if you are not serious if you are not consistent then you are actually doing a lot of disservice to the people who actually look forward to the content that you create right yeah and uh, you know while while we are on that and while we are on the note uh, you know of being serious about producing your podcast i just wanted to understand from you so when you guys started off i'm sure you didn't start doing this as a a full time thing so you were doing it as along with something else that you were doing so how did you manage time for uh, uh, you know to, for your shows so i'll answer that uh, dilip uh, the thing is that if you are passionate about something and you really want to do a thing i think time just you know you just get the time to do it right okay. so uh, i feel yes it ki- it can be a bit uh, of a stretch out but at the end of the day if i love something i'm sure that i'm going to take out time for that so that uh, that's what i feel that initially it used to be on the weekends that we used to do but yeah we used to take out time for that yeah and and i have one uh, one uh, update to my very early morning schedule dilip uh, in the past mm-hmm. i have said that you know i am a very early riser and typically between 4:30 and 6 is when i do a lot of the podcast related work uh, times have changed we do have a dog so uh, you know and it's december so you know uh, close for him to put on his romeo hat or you know collar uh, <laughs> so whenever i am up at 4:30 at 4:31 he wants to go down so okay. <laughs> for his walk uh, so between 4:30 and 5:30 we have this negotiation going on i, I believe they call it batna in negotiation you know best alternative <laughs> right. to negotiated agreement so my productivity has actually gone for a toss over the past couple of months so that morning early morning is not working out for me and i'm personally at a loss right now because i literally have to go back and figure out what i'm going to do next year so and i don't wake up early in the morning yeah, i'm not an early riser so i do the work in the night what worked for us uh, till i guess recently about a quarter ago i don't know right now what's going to work for us a quarter from now so uh, the point being that you have to adapt and evolve right right i agree and uh, you know i like mrunal i'm also not an early riser i prefer late night recordings because that gives me a little peace uh-huh. and uh, there is a lot of silence outside so uh, you know recordings are also pretty easy for me excellent <laughs> okay so couple of episode back uh, we actually discussed about finding a niche for you so now when you got into podcasting and picked balgatha as a story so did you really do some kind of a, a niche research and if you are to recommend a couple of good niches for newbie podcasters what are those niches which for example if you're listen as in i'm sure you listen to a lot of podcasts these days as well and if you've ever seen that there is a gap in terms of the knowledge that is or information that is being shared through podcast and you felt oh if there was a podcast on this topic it would have been better so are there any topics on like that that you would want to share with the 
uh, with the audiences wow um, i was actually going through some of the niches mentally like you, as you were speaking dilip and uh, so i think what one thing that i i have noticed and i am excited about you got niche catering to you know i think there was a group of guys in mumbai who were doing beer drinking and reviews of pubs right uh, <laughs> there was another one who talk about football and then obviously cricket and sports and bollywood uh, i mean some of those are covered right the interest area something like that coming That's to the right. niche part i think what would be great would be more uh, which could be probably more uh, region specific you know probably going to a regional language focus that's right. one big gap that we notice fortunately we are blessed with uh, languages which with huge populations yeah so if you are able to address to that particular language or that particular uh, group of people i think that's that's really great uh, so yeah. rather than looking at niche on an interest level i look at it as a language level yeah uh, that's one right. thing uh, second would be uh, if i were really to try and uh, try and uh, think about it uh it mm-hmm. could probably relate uh, it could probably be a lot more about uh, business related issues okay particularly related to smes small and medium enterprises okay uh, and because we do have a lot of shows on startups we do have a lot of shows of corporate executives but mm-hmm. uh, you know again you know put throwing back my consulting hat uh, uh, the problems faced by a small and medium uh, company and you know we are a startup ourselves our problems are no different than a large company you know and uh, a large it company may have to hire 100000 employees in a quarter we have to hire two but the the problems are the same the challenges we right. face are the same right so maybe a peer level uh, discussion there you know how did they do it or maybe uh, you know uh, an experienced uh, person you know how they dealt with similar issues in the 80s during the days of license raj and you know somebody giving some insights from their learning uh, mm-hmm. down to the people today that would help Okay. Now this is a very tricky question. Uh, so, if there is an aspiring podcaster in the storytelling niche, what would you recommend? Monal, she is uh, nodding her head, saying, "No, jokingly, she is saying, don't do it." No, <laughs> no, no, we just, kidding. Yeah. we just. Kidding. I mean, I always uh, feel that uh, there should be more shows coming up because. Uh, that's how the content gets richer so yeah. in fact if there are uh, other people doing kids stories i think that is a validation of our idea that there are listeners yeah. you know for this yeah. no right. i meant to say don't do it because of the reason that uh, you know the, there's a there's a there's a fine line to it don't do it if you are not serious about it yeah right because it's you know storytelling is both an art and a science uh, right. we discovered that we are probably better at the science part of it and we have been fortunate to work with some great narrators who are good at the art part of it right? Uh, right if you try and do both it's very few people who have succeeded at both yeah mm-hmm. uh, so that that was the that was the underlying message that uh, you know find what is your competency uh, like i said earlier on you know murali is more about the the creative side she is more on the you know passionate side uh, identifying what is really uh, connecting with the audience i am more mm-hmm. of the systems person the nuts and bolts person so between right. the two of us it worked out quite well and then like i right. said you know working with narrators mrunal is much more comfortable working let's say with an uh, with a narrator or an uh, an editor i am much mm-hmm. more comfortable with uh, working with a social media team or with the audio editors yeah okay i agree on that part of being uh, you know serious about it because and storytelling niche because it's a monologue so it can quite quickly become a a little monotonous for people mm-hmm. uh, so and people might just want to as in just get out of that niche so uh, i i completely agree you need to be a little serious if you are into the storytelling niche right so dilip i had one question actually for you yeah 
so it is because you and your wife have been working quite closely on various shows so how many times that you guys have had your set of fights you know hey, because because a creative creatively because she is creating the show and you are managing the rest of the bit so how many times you know she will say you know this is the way i want it and you would say no it's the other way around so how do you manage that you know actually you know uh, that that's something that we used to have earlier at the at the beginning uh, and when we started off with podcasting because you know both of us had a different approach or a different view to things but then gradually over a period of time we realized that anything that had to do with the content because it is specifically recipes and food anything that had to do with the content it would be better if i leave it to her and not fiddle into it because she might start cooking something and if i get into it that will turn out to be a completely different dish so you will have to eat that that's right yeah so and 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 it's it's important it's important that we actually you know uh, keep our uh, you know scope of work little different and ensure that both of them are both of us are not interfering into each other because that's i think uh, uh, a way we'll be able to produce better content so we said okay if that is a case so i don't get into her field and she doesn't get into mine <laughs> Right. so i think that's also an important uh, point i i think that people should know yeah. that when they are doing it together be it two friends doing it together or you know uh, two partners doing it together so there should be a clear demarcation wherein how you want to get into it otherwise round again it could be a stage wherein the podcast doesn't go forward you know right wonderful that's that's a very nice correlation and we need to let people do what they are good at right. and not Uh, otherwise it becomes a khichdi yeah. yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> excellent yeah, right so uh, most of what what we discussed your suggestions your tips the strategy pretty much remains the same except that there is a different way of you know implementing them but i think most of what you said is something that most newbies will find extremely helpful when they start off with podcasting so a lot of good insights that you shared and it was uh, you know very nice talking to the two of you so uh, i think we've spent almost an hour and i didn't realize that we've we've spent an hour talking uh, yeah, over it's like we are having a chat over a coffee really <laughs> right <laughs> it's it's always uh, great to talk to a fellow podcaster because you actually understand what we have gone through because you you've been through, have, you've been through it right so that's right yeah yeah it's 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 the same So it was nice talking to you both of you Amar Munal and uh, I'm sure your insights will help a lot of uh, you know budding podcasters to newbies who want to start off with podcasting and uh, you know I think we are just starting off with the podcasting university so the content is primarily focused at uh, starting off but I think sometime down the line we will want to have you on the show again where we'll discuss in details about you know strategies and some of the advanced piece in podcasting mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic, Dilip. And and you know, thanks once again for doing this fantastic work. You know, that's again uh, given that you've been through the journey yourself, connecting with other podcasters and and creating this knowledge. Uh, you know, base sort of is is a great thing. And you know, personally from my side, here is an appeal to the audience. Uh, in India, we are blessed with multiple New Years. Yeah. So right. the Gregorian calendar New Year is approaching quickly. Do make a resolution that you would launch a podcast in the New Year. and uh, if you are in you know uh, whether it's ugadi or whether it's gudi padwa or you know uh, new year in your respective uh, culture go ahead and launch it on that day 
you know uh, that would be the greatest way of uh, thanking dilip for the, all the hard work that he's putting in and the podcasting university you know the other guests who have been there before and the whole team behind it thanks thanks amar and i'm sure yeah that's that'll be a good way to start so that's a good target to put so i always keep telling you know it, it's easier if you are able to set targets for yourself and this can be one of the target for anybody who's planning to start uh, a podcast my my tip is only i mean just two things one is you should be passionate about what you are doing or your niche and second is consistency i think i guess if these two things are managed well rest of the things will follow right consistency i completely agree because that is one thing that can just ensure that that can be the difference between success and failure if you're able to just keep churning out content consistently i think there is nothing that you that that, that can stop you so so wonderful amar minal it was extremely it's it's a pleasure talking to you it was extremely informative and uh, i hope to bring you on to the show sometime later again uh, but i think this information was really nice it was nice having you on the show and uh, thanks a lot for sparing the time for the podcasting university yeah. thanks, thanks thanks a lot it was yeah. really great talking on your show and i really enjoyed it a lot thanks same here bye bye yeah bye I hope you liked the conversation and you were able to learn a lot about how to start and run a podcast especially in the storytelling niche. Now there is a lot more to be explored in this niche and your show could be the next successful one in this. If you want to know if your niche of your idea or your story is something that is pursuable as a podcast then you can reach out to me by using the contact us button on the podcastinguniversity.com and we can have a quick chat to decide if your niche is something that is worth pursuing please visit the podcastinguniversity.com/seven for all the show notes and the resources mentioned in this episode and you can also let me know your thoughts about the podcasting university and especially this episode by commenting in there I'll be back again the next week with another set of interesting tips and tricks for your show. Do tune in every Tuesday at 8:30 in the morning to the Podcasting University show in order to get the latest about what is happening in the podcasting industry, tips and tricks to start and run a successful podcast. With that, this is Dilip, your host, signing off on the show. I'll be back again the next Tuesday morning at 8:30. Until then, don't forget to subscribe to this show on Hubhopper. You should be able to do that at thepodcastinguniversity.com/hubhopper, and we are also available in most other podcasting platforms. So, until the next time, this is goodbye from Dilip. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.